Hello, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. My name is Tim. With me, as always, we have Matt, Rainier, and Devin. Uh, unfortunately, Mick couldn't be with us this week. Uh, I want to just mention that we are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, if you prefer to listen to us on that instead of watching us on YouTube. And on today's episode, we're going to be going over a list by Turlow Lennon, and then we're going to be discussing the new Easterling model that just came out and kind of discussing what we think about it and you know, what the profile might be, that kind of a thing. Uh, then we're each going to have a list of uh, Corsairs that we've built based on the last episode to kind of, if you're looking to build the Corsair list, maybe you want to consider one of these. And then at the end, we'll do a couple of the uh, FAQ questions. Not not a whole episode, just a couple. Um, and we will have timestamps in the description uh, on YouTube as well as the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you're looking to do that as well, to just get to the parts that you want. And let's get into it. Uh, well, actually, oh, Tim, it, it, just to make sure it's clarified, you, when you say FAQ questions, you're not actually referring to the GW FAQs. You're referring to yes, we're having our own. We're having our own FAQ uh, later on uh, down the line. So if you have any questions that you'd like to ask for an FAQ that we'll be doing specifically for us, leave that with a little description saying this is for the Q and A. We're really doing um, so more Q and A. Just just so you're aware, it's not an FAQ. It's a Q and A. You know, I'm just I'm losing my mind at this point. In all honesty, I I just I hear Q and I'm like it associates with everything. <laughs> and, and Devin, in all fairness, I mean I think when we use the term FAQ, everybody who's listening understands that that means that pe- questions people are asking us not anything that would be put out by GW because nobody ever has heard of or cares about those. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, if if you have, if you have a question for our Q and a, please leave that as well as a thing saying this is for the Q and a, but we're going to go into the list real quick. So I'll bring it over to Matt for uh, Turlow's list. All right. So this is from Turlow Lennon says, I'd love to know your thoughts on a list I've come up with at 800 points, LSR on horse, nine warriors in Minas Tirith with shield, uh, nine knights of Gondor with shield, uh, Celeborn fully kitted out with uh, seven court guard, which I assume means seven guards of Gladwin court. No, no, uh, fountain court guard with Celeborn. Oh, Celeborn. Oh, yeah, yeah, guards of Gladwin court. Yeah, yeah, yeah seven, right. seven guards of the Gladwin court, two sentinels, Six Gladrum warriors with spear and bow. The idea is the Sentinels basically pull the odd warrior out and pressure on, put pressure on heroes. And the guard of the Gladrum court adds fight six to a D7 shield wall warriors. The knights in LSR do the killing with Celeborn potentially enchanting LSR's blades for a potential two plus to wound with re-rolling to wound. Let me know what you think and love your guys' podcast. Uh, okay, so... Um, I guess a couple thoughts here. Uh, so at 800 points, this is a list that only has two warbands and I think a total of 35 models. Um, the model count is a bit light. It's really only got two threats. I mean, one of them is, is Aragorn King LSR. So that's a pretty big threat, but it, it's, it's a small number of threats to lock down. Um, and I think if somebody has a significant amount of magic, like if you dr- ran into a double ring wraith list or a list with a wizard, once Aragorn runs out of will, uh, I think this list is going to grind to a halt. Um, it's also kind of got a low number of figures as well. Uh, so it, it has a bunch of knights that can kind of hang out on the flank. Uh, 
but the to protect flanks. But the further they get away from LSR, who's probably going to have to use his free might point each turn to be calling heroic moves, the less benefit uh, they're going to get. Um, and I'm not sure that the that the shield wall is big enough that I think it's going to kind of get wrapped around the flanks, and I think it's going to get overwhelmed. Um, I think in general, the, my thought here is that this is a bit too rich a mix uh, to be running. So you, you end up with too small a list with not enough stuff to do anything um, kind of with enough force to win a lot of games. I would suggest, if you want to keep LSR in here, and obviously LSR is the centerpiece of this list, um, I would suggest supporting him with something other than an elf uh, because I think the elves are just going to end up being too expensive and you're going to end up with uh, too small um, a too small list. I think at 800 points you want uh, three threats at least uh, and this has at most two. Um, I think if you want... You know, if you want fight five in this list, uh, I mean, one way to get it would be to swap out LSR with Boromir, Knight of the White Tower. Um, I think that gives you a lot of the same things that LSR does, save you some points. And then you don't need to get elves in order to get fight five. You can just have your, um, you know, your standard uh, fight four Minas Tirith guys. Um, stand behind people otherwise i think i would you know if you want to kind of stick with the lsr caliborn combination i would think about reducing the numbers of you know you, you could get by with i think less nights um you could guess get by probably with a few less um fountain court guard you could probably, if you want to get rid of one of the Sentinels, and take all those points, buy like a captain level hero from somebody, like maybe like a, a, a Madrill or something like that. Um, and, uh, and, then, um, and, and then bulk it out with just more guys, because I think you're going to need more guys with this. Thoughts? Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I, I'm definitely agreeing with everything like you just said. There, there's probably no way this this list is going to really take you to the top level in the tournament, especially at 800 points. You just two threats at max, exactly as as Matt said, and your army isn't going to be doing a lot. I I think so. I'm going to try to say my thoughts on you keeping LSR and Caliborn because it seems like you really want that combo. And I think, as Matt pointed out, I think it's because you want the fight five. I personally, in this type of list, would probably get rid of near all the knights. And the uh, guards, uh, I'm sorry, the Galadium Court Guard, because I don't know really what your Galadium Court Guard are really achieving here, like what you're trying to do with them. It seems like you're just trying to get fight six distributed around, but I, I think because of your seriously low numbers and low hitting power for the army in general, you need a little more survivability. I would get rid of all of them and then kit out their warbands. The problem is you're probably going to run out of space in their two warbands without some other hero as Matt uh, suggests you probably need. Um, 
And that's where I'm also trying to think about, I mean, Madrill, um, sure. I, I think that I, I'm trying to figure out something else that might contribute to the list a little bit more. Irian, I think might be a good cheap ad. He gets you more yeah. slots and he gets you another heroic strike. Um, March would be good in this list. Well, so you got, you got it. You got LSR. You got LSR. So, um, you can't add Kieran because the hero valor restriction. Well, he, he's got LSR. Uh, Kieran, sorry. I'm thinking Kieran. My no, 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 not Kieran. <laughs> no, but I, I, I like the yeah. idea of, of, of uh, Madril too because the army needs to stick together. And if you come in like a Maelstorm battle or something like that, and I think that's what we're all alluding to, like in most scenarios, the, this looks like a, like a fun list, especially a battle line and what you're talking about. But I think in most scenarios you're either going to be split up or you're going to have to throw troops in all different directions um to catch objectives so i think that's like just the trouble of it it's just yeah like i think you need at least at least a madrill because madrill has that maelstorm special rule madrill also has heroic march so you're not wasting all of lsr's might and by that i mean like say you need a heroic move off and you want lsr to heroic combat and spend the might on that but yeah, yeah, I, I I think I just agree with everything you guys are saying. It's it's fun. The concept's fun, but outside of LSR and maybe Celeborn, there's no really punching power. Just keep in mind that Madril special rule only affects um, Gondor, Minas Tirith guys. So the order yeah. of operations then would be: you bring Celeborn on first, see where he shows up. Um, next, you bring on Madril, and he tries to get near Celeborn, and then after that, you should be able to get between LSR's free point of might. And Madril's bonus, you should be able to get LSR yeah. wherever he needs to. I mean, I mean, even with that though, like you're you're dropping troops either to from knights to like warriors, from um, fountain court to like base basic warriors too. So even with that, I just don't know the numbers are just not there. Yeah, the numbers aren't. Obviously, as Matt said, you're better off not bringing Galadrim at all. And bringing in Boromir. I mean, if you're trying to get the fight five Gondor, it's so much more points efficient to just bring Boromir. And you're, we're, we're, we're all, if, in, in case you don't know, we're all alluding to like the the banner of Ministereth. Yeah. And then you br- you bring like either Rangers of Gondor who are fight four natural, or you bring what I've seen a lot is Fountain Court Guard, which are really really cheap, and you can get them up to defense seven. So you basically yeah. have that shield wall without being in the shield wall, and then you have because what 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 you're doing is right now you want you want a defense seven fight five slash six battle line. You can get all of that basically with a fountain court guard all in one model for what are they like twelve points for defense seven oh, can wow. go up to fight five. Yeah. So I mean, it's it, it's one of those. I, I agree. I think Boromir might be the best because the problem with Caliborn and Aragorn is they're almost four hundred points between the two of them. So half of your points are being spent on two models and and while those two models are very good heroes it's just the same thing that they've been saying where you just especially with the nine knights of gondor as well i mean i don't know a single list i would ever put nine knights of gondor i know i i just i was trying to think all mounted uh ministereth of course <laughs> with Faramir leading it, that's right. <laughs> they'll they'll it'll work exactly like the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
I agree. You know, and it's going to be the same thing for me. There's not a whole lot to say. I mean, Matt and, and Devin and Rainier have pretty much said it, which is I think Madrill is a, uh, you know, or, or maybe just a captain in general. But I think you probably go Madrill just because of the extra might point, even though he doesn't. And you just keep the Sagandor list. And, and, and so you go with Boromir, you go with, uh, you know, I, I don't know, maybe a bigger hero like Huron. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And then Can, you just, and I know that that kind of takes away. And, and I know we try to talk about like not changing it. That I just, I, it's one of those things where it just, it doesn't seem to, because because we're trying to keep in mind Trillo and, and anyone else, we're trying to make this as competitive as possible for you, like with our suggestions. So we just we don't believe that this could do that well at 800 points. I mean, it could shock us, and maybe it does. Well, but we just don't see that happening. So I think the best way is just to maybe not do it if you're trying to do it competitive. If it's for fun, it looks like a ton of fun. But if it's for mm-hmm. com- trying to make it competitive, I, I just don't see this ever working. Yeah, and who who knows the meta too? Like maybe maybe Turlo's from like Europe or something, or maybe yep. there's different. There's like battle lines that play out a lot. But I don't know. Like you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But here in the states, regardless of where you are in America, like it seems like when a battle line comes, people can negate it pretty well. Or the the battle line breaks up when you have to go to objectives and stuff like that. So this would be a, this would be a great list to fight on like an eighteen inch wide board. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm trying I to have like, no flanks. All I care about is just, getting a banner effect and fight six all across the line. I would love to see LSR at the top of like a like a you know like the the mighty ducks like flying V. Like you have just all the the, the knights of Gondor behind them, and, do like a, and they just actually, they just all charge in. Actually, the the way to do that, I mean, the the time where I would think about taking um, eight Minas Tirith, uh, or nine, eight or nine Minas Tirith knights would be um, Boromir at the front, and then you know four knights on either side um, that are you know six inches wide, and uh, are all fight four and bannered. Um, for the yeah. for the points that you would spend on that, I think that would actually be a a pretty potent force. <laughs> and I think I think I think that I think the knights are actually pretty good objective takers. I, I was surprised once when I took like a ringer army with a whole bunch of knights at just how good they could actually be for their point efficiency. And then you, you get a lucky dice roll and they kill things. But yeah, yeah, I think I agree with all you guys. Like it's. Yeah. I don't think anyone thinks the knights are bad. It's just nine knights in this list where, like, if yeah. you had Boromir, then I could see more point to it. Like, as Matt said, now you have fight four knights, bannered. Yeah. But here they're still stuck at fight three. I, th- I think another thing with the problem with the list, too, is, like, for such an elite small force, there's no bow cover, which can be yeah. a problem. Like, and, the, like, heavy bow armies could kind of, like, eat, eat this army up, and then you, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, that is true. If you have Thrawn... And and so you would shoot at maybe the horses or even the you know yeah. court guard in the back at defense five and you just oh everyone's going to shoot the knights down I mean yeah. that's that's the first target it seems like in this type well either them or if you have strength three strength four you could consider the Galadrim court that, yeah yeah take yeah. the fight that, that's that said though it, it is a quite an interesting list and if I was like. Scanning I love the list. I, I, I would actually want to watch watch this battle. See, see, see <laughs> I would love to see how this list does in the tournament. Yeah, it'll annoy the, the hell out of enemy heroes. <laughs> yes, yeah, very much with, so. With the the fight six Galadriel Court guard everywhere. You you you've just yeah. got you've just got Aragorn and Celeborn like come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I mean, I I still would downgrade a lot of things. I mean, I, I yeah, I think that's pretty much turtle. If you, if you want to keep the just to wrap everything, all the comments up, if you want to keep K- 
Celeborn and Aragorn, you're probably going to need to downgrade some of these units. Um, you may consider Boromir instead, in which case the knights increase in potency, but then your elves reduce in their like actual effectiveness of what they're trying to do here. Because uh, you can just stay Gondor and do the whole same thing. Um, so try to get another hero in, potentially. Uh, but that, you know, it's even tricky. Even if he downgrades everything, I, I'm kind of adding up the points, and I don't even know if he has the points for it to add another hero in here. Me. And, so, and, and, and by the way, one last point to Tim's comment about um, you're dumping 400 points of heroes into a, a thing. You'll see lists that do that. Um, I know I play them all the time. That'll dump like 400 points all into like two models. But generally those models are guaranteed, not guaranteed, but highly likely to destroy like huge segments of your opponent's force or cause a lot of problems. Celeborn is just, while not bad, he's not going to really threaten the way. He Alistar would need enchanted blades every it, turn in order to do something yeah. like that. And, and yeah, and, and the thing is it'll rely on you moving first in order to even cast that. Um, you can only do it three times anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, realistically, we say you have two threats. You, you, you kind of have one. <laughs> like, but I don't, you technically know, I, two. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I understand from, like, comparing him to, like, a, like a superstar killer. But, I mean, I, I go against Kelborn, and he does a f- tremendous job. It's just, he's not going to do Aragorn, Boromir-type damage. But he, he yeah. will do a lot of... You know, if, if anybody plays Shagrat, he'll do like a Shagrat type damage kind of thing. Yeah, and I think for this list, like specifically, he's he's banking on like a battle line, yeah. and like him, like either in the middle of the battle line or within the battle line, kind of just going ham. But th- then that that again, going back to like the scenario that that you have to assume that the opponent's coming to you, or that you can get to the opponent really fast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean. If you're going to dump 400 points into two heroes, there's really two ways to do it. <clears throat> you either are doing some sort of hero-focused army where the other 400 points are also going into heroes, and the army has a, has a really small number of figures that basically have no weak points, or the other 400 points are going into really cheap warriors and that bulk you out. I mean, they, if you've listened to some of the lists uh, we did uh, a couple episodes ago, like on the on the um, when we, on the episode where we had uh, Jasmine Tetley on, um, you'll hear that a lot of times what we're doing is we're spending the other four hundred points to buy like forty, you know, forty models of um, uh, Army of Lake Town or or something like that. Or another classic, if you're evil, is you know you dump four hundred points into big giant monsters and the rest are spent on goblins. Um, so that you have a decent amount of numbers to back up those two really heavy hitting heroes. Um, but it's, you know, when, when you're, when you're concentrating that many points on heavy hitting heroes, you really can't then run an elite army on top of that or else you end up with, with too few figures. Unless you're playing like all hero or something. Well, yeah, like I mean, that, that was yeah. the first paradigm I was desc- yeah. describing where you, you yeah. then spend the other 400 uh, points yeah, on yeah, other types right. of heroes. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. my apologies. Um, let us know, Trillo, if you take any of our thoughts into consideration and use any of them, or if you just take this to a tournament. And, and if you do, let us know how you do with it, because I'd be very interested to see how how it does. Um, but we're going to move on to the new Easterling models that have just been announced recently. So, what are your guys' thoughts about it? Well, uh, so I guess if we're talking about two things here, because there a lot, there was a lot of 
opinions about both the sculpt and the profile. So let's talk about the one thing that is exciting, I think universally amongst all of us. Yeah, Easterlings. We have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think no one disagrees. Yeah. <laughs> no one disagrees there uh, that we are excited to have more Easterlings join. And we're hoping, obviously, that if this is part of a larger book, that we're getting uh, a lot more Easterlings. And here we see actually on the screen here, um, you know, the, one of the Easterling sculpts, there's like three of them. And so um, I think all of us are happy about that. I think that this is probably a precursor to possibly Easterling heroes, Easterling, you know, whatever, hopefully nothing crazy like a chariot or something, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> so um, now, I guess with that excitement aside, uh, as far as the sculpt, which, you know, I guess was the point of debate for a lot of different forums, uh, I can understand the a little bit of the, the, the hate for the sculpt. Um, there's two things with the whole concept here. This is apparently an Easterling ninja of a sort that eventually evolves into a battle, a, a line, battle line, like uh, Dragon Knight. Kind of a weird dynamic there as far as the concept, which I think I'll let someone else get into that. <laughs> but um, as far as the sculpt, I think the biggest complaint is that they are obviously a little disproportionate with the arms. They look way muscular for a person who this is, is a apparently beefy a ninja. ninja. This is a very, I mean, they did not skip arm day. <laughs> at all. They had their supplements. They had them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and uh, the, the other problem I had with it was the helmet, which, you know, obviously is Easterlings, but like for a ninja, I don't know why you'd wear a helmet like that. If, if you're trying to be super stealthy and mobile, we'll get into the special rules of what they're, they're saying. I guess they're really mobile and ninja-y. But I don't know. What, what, what are, anyone else thoughts on the concept? No, like, uh, I, yeah, I, th ahead. I think you got to look at it aesthetically. You got to look at it lore-wise and you got to look at it play style-wise. And like aesthetically, I don't know. I'm just a huge fan of the Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> like, like I've, I've always, always liked the Easterlings. I remember back in the day, I think it was the GBHL some like five, six years ago, someone was ragging on how they didn't like 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 the Eastern aesthetics. I just, I love them. Like I love the big Mickey no, Mouse No, no, so keep in mind, I like I it for a battle line, just not on a ninja. Mm. No, like, and that's that's the thing too, because it's, it's basically a Watcher of Karna with twin blades. It is, yep. So, so um, well, a, I think, a Watcher of Karna that, you know, likes a few beers yeah 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 this this is your before he goes your to the bro. gym yeah they, they found him out. he enters wood shopping competitions yeah. he's your typical bro that you find at like a house party you're like hey bro hey bro you like disney world yeah man i like disney world i hear you this mickey mouse hat let's go they really should have said that these guys are a precursor to Abercon Guard rather than the Chicago. Oh, those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. These are Abercon Merchant Guard that actually work out. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Which, which is, which is going to be interesting too, because I bet you they'll be fight three, and it's going to be like fight three. But look at those arms! Like, come on. Yeah. no, but but I, but I think aesthetically, it's kind of I like them in a way because it's it's Easterling, and to be honest, you could give me a dog with an Easterling helmet and I'd buy it. So, <laughs> uh, so well, I, I, it's funny you say that because I actually got a dog with an Easterling helmet that, you know, I could probably <laughs> be convinced to let go of. Wait, oh, I'll, like I'll you sculpted it. a dog with an Easterling helmet? No, I, that... I've, I've got a dog and we made an Easterling helmet for him. Really? Yeah. Like a, a full helmet for your actual real life pet dog? Uh, of course. Yeah, that's everybody how I identified have one of those? them. Uh, yeah, I've got one of them <laughs> too. You never have <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't. I, do I laugh? Like, what, what? I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> Sounds like sarcasm, but I'm not sure. Knowing uh, that, I don't know. No, no but but basically, I I don't mind him aesthetically. Actually, I think he's got a cool like a uh, like nightish feel or night like like it's not day but it's night. Um, yeah, the practicality of it doesn't really make sense with the helmet and being this kind of stocky ninja. He's gonna try yeah. to sneak into the house to assassinate someone. And he gets like hooked onto like the like the drapes or something. But I really, yeah, I, I really I, want to know how this guy's gonna end up leaping through the air. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I do. I do feel like it. The playstyle, though, it's exactly what they needed, and it's actually what I asked for. Um, some episodes back in our Easterling review list. Give, we'll see what the a, price style is like uh, as far as the profile. Just for anyone who's read it, I suppose. Oh, you oh, mean just the idea, the concept? Just of the, the concept oh, of like okay, a two fight, it. two fight model. <laughs> He's probably fight four, and he has throwing weapons. Like I feel like that's exactly what the two attacks. You mean not two fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Two fight. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Two two attacks, throwing daggers, and um possibly fight four but you guys want to go through his uh, oh he is fight four do you yeah, guys want to go through what he does exactly so the way they describe this guy is he is an elite warrior choice for Easterling armies he has a fight value of four um he uh has a pair of finely balanced swords which always translates <clears throat> into two attacks um uh so he's he's fight four two attacks um, he, he's loaded up with throwing daggers, which if you look at the figure are the things that kind of look like scissors, uh, that yeah. get stuck into various <laughs> he's places. He's going to the craft yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah. So he's got, so he's got, um, uh, throwing weapons. Um, and they say he's very light on defeat on his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely looks very light on his feet. Um, can scale walls, barricades, and small gaps with remarkable ease. So it, it looks like he has a bonus to any climb, jump, or leap test. Might be like the goblins. Yeah. Like the climb, yeah. Uh, cave dweller rule. Yeah. It means that enemy models, uh, they're fighting, don't benefit from in-the-way rules from defending a barrier or doorway. So I guess what you use these guys to do is like storm, um, you know, fortified positions. You put them at the front of the phalanx, and then they don't have to worry about in-the-way rules uh, when they go forward into the... Yeah, so, so I'm going to be concerned about the front of the phalanx idea. We don't know their defense, do we? Do we know their defense? Uh, we, know defense we know it's low, which, which brings up It's the, either four or five, probably. Yeah, I, I'd um, say it's four. I'll be probably. shocked if it's five. Yeah, I'm you, pretty sure it's four. So you're right. Yeah. You, do, you don't want to put these guys at the front of the phalanx for the approach march. They have to, which is, which is part of my problem with these guys, right? I mean, what the Easterlings, in my opinion, what the Easterlings did not need was another expensive warrior to make the phalanx even more expensive, right? Mm -hmm. They needed something that either made the phalanx tougher, like defense seven um, or some access to kind of cheaper troops so they could get more stuff. Th this guy is neither one of those things. So if you're going to use him, um, well, come on. We don't know the cost. Of this, I was right? going to say, we, we don't guy... know the cost of this, but we can assume it's going to have a price point of somewhere around it's probably like, 12 10. to 15. I, wow, 12 to 15? No. <laughs> I hope not. I, yeah, oh, God, that's, actually, that's actually where I think it's, it's going to be. Right. Because you have, the iron, you have the iron iron guards at 15. and the iron. I was thinking uh, they're like Morgul stalkers. Yeah, that, I had them at 10 or 9 points. I, I had them like, like 10. With throwing daggers, though? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. But, so bump and up and maybe, like, maybe like 12. Uh, they, maybe, they, put a, but... they put a bunch of bells and whistles on this guy. That I'm sure yeah, because stalkers are what, 9 points? 
Yeah, but you can you compare yeah, them. You they're tens. So, stalkers are ten, so one plus five, eleven, and then you have throwing daggers, twelve, possibly thirteen, and then you have the special rule, so thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, no, but stalkers have special rules. They have oh, the stalking special rule. And, and not only that, but compare them to a Watcher of Karna, right? And the Watcher of Karna has multiple Watcher special Watcher of Karna's rules. nine, and then you yeah, have a Hunter He's eight. Yeah, I think, exactly. I think I mean, where thing, are you get I think 15? The, I think the thing <laughs> is, Matt, Matt and I play Easterling, so we're just ready to be disappointed. Yeah. I was gearing at, I was thinking like 10 or 9. Like I had nine I was kind of like, I that's what I was at. I Remember so. the, the. I mean, this is coming from the people who brought you Harry Goatleaf. So, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, with that, the Huskarls, Dunlin Huskarls. Yeah, too. <laughs> I, I oh, the Dunlining Huskarls. I think was a, but they. I think they made them more expensive so they wouldn't be spammed. But that's my assumption. I don't. I, know. I, I think. I think. I think back to these guys. Like I think you can. It works for the list though because you don't have to sink all your points in the heroes for killing power. If that makes just, sense, so you you can put these guys. I yeah. don't think if these guys go past, I I I don't think they'll be used <clears throat> past ten personally. But if they go past eleven, these things will never be used. I, I think you're right. Oh you yeah, be if, able, 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 if these things are past eleven, you will never list. see these. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll be like the Merkwood Rangers, where unless you just spam pure Merkwood Rangers, it's not really. If these yeah. things are nine or ten <clears throat> points, you will see them a lot. If they are higher oh, than that, if these at are 11, nine or ten points, I'm gonna buy it. 15 or 16 yeah, you, you're gonna have a whole bulky <laughs> army it's like everyone's on arm day today <laughs> <laughs> you show up with a power shake to the i guess this, uh, which is another aspect of, of why i'm kind of disappointed by this because you know what what we're saying is they're either going to be expensive in which case you're never going to use them because the easterlings are overpriced to begin with or they're going to be so cheap that you're just going to buy these things instead of easterlings you know the normal easterling figures and yeah. So what the what we're essentially saying is this thing does nothing to fix the problem, fix what's broken with the Easterling army, which is that mm. their their base troop type is is overpriced, and they don't they don't work like they you, you can't make them work effectively the way they're supposed to work. Which is now do you do you think they can fix that with a legendary legion? Say give their Pike support plus one to wound, like sometime if they're going against certain armies or something. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you need plus one to wound. I think what you need is something to make their pike phalanx tougher. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, they they've steadfastly resisted that over the years for reasons that baffle me. Um, what so, about heroes? Like maybe, maybe they'll like uh, there are some heroes, heroes that have special rules. Give them a shield wall. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Amber at no. defense. Well, Andrew can get to defense. Seven. Well, no, no. What I mean is, like, what what Rainier is saying is, like, say you have a new hero that gives them all yeah. shield wall, oh, like they, you know, yes, that, that would be six great. inches, like, I mean, like, like a buff, yeah. buff guy yeah. six inches, what like a lock rank type of girl. What this army needs desperately is shield wall. Um, yeah. Shield wall. I mean, I think if they gave, if they figured out a way to give this army shield wall, it would fix the problem. Um, but that's what they've. It, it, not only would it fix the problem, but it's it's the obvious answer to the problem. I mean, it's it's a phalanx. I, the special rule is phalanx. If any troop type in the game would ha should have shield wall, it's something that describes itself as a phalanx. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, but they've resisted the obvious answer, and I guess I don't have faith that they're gonna 
I I would hope. Like, I I think I agree with all of you on like the the shield. I if they came out with, especially for this army, because of how much it, it needs. If they came out with a sixty point model with three might, that could uh, give that bonus. That would help this army out tremendously. The ability to have an extra point of might at three might plus because that that's always one of their issues is their might points. So to add that third might point to a smaller hero, yeah, would help this army out tremendously. <clears throat> Yeah, but, or or give 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 like because I I remember from the books like they talked about people from east coming with like two handed axes and they were like so strong and sturdy like dwarves. Like, yeah, you give, can make it like a give, like a give, defense five. Oh, hero. yeah, and we could something. we could have him have a two handed axe as their only weapon, so nobody would ever buy them. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I mean I guess just to you know just move on to the next topic to wrap this one up. I mean as far mm-hmm. as the profile, I think we know our thoughts as far. But keep in mind, and, and to everyone listening to this, we don't really know a hundred percent what the profile is, but we probably got it a good enough of a clue to guess this one. Yeah, and we're, um, we're all excited too. Like we're not yeah. like oh trashing on it. Like it's it's cool. So what we need to see is what the rest of hopefully there is a rest of the Easterlings, but um, <laughs> assuming that there's a whole book devoted to this, uh, you know, and did they say what the supplement is? Like, no. what is it? No, they, they, they have not even oh. mentioned that a supplement is coming. They just said, Hey, oh, these are some okay. figures. Yeah. They just pretty much. So we're just getting some profiles. Yeah. We're not, we're not even getting profiles. We're yeah, getting, the, we're getting pictures and hints of what profiles will include. Okay. All right, so we actually have okay. Then hopefully this is not just a one-off thing. I imagine I, that's unlike GW. So usually they always release the stuff alongside a book or something. But um, all right, so then fingers crossed that we get more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, fingers and hope, crossed. Hopefully this isn't just a diversion. And they're going to go back to cranking out more Rangers of Athelion heroes. So we'll yeah, I, what would really suck is if we get like a Mordor supplement. And then, like, these guys are in it. Yeah. <laughs> <That is laughs> Mordor gets more, and then they just go, that was, ah, I mean, you're there. Everyone's hoping for the war in the north. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we could get a Mordor supplement with this. Yeah. Or, or uh, the Wayne Riders. Well, actually, I guess that may be okay. Uh, the, what is it? The, uh, the battle when the Easterlings went up against Gondor. I, I guess yeah, that the could Wayne be Riders, okay. The we don't need more Gondor. Like yeah. that, but you know, I guess Gondor in the next supplement. Gondor is still at war. <laughs> oh man, that means if we got Wayne Riders, we could actually get a chariot. It'd be a big wagon, but it would be like a big wagon chariot thing. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that actually okay. So I, I'd be on board for that. So I, I think to, just to move on, the last um, are we happy about the profile in general from what we understand of it right now? Is everybody happy with it so far? Uh, we are content with the idea that more will come. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If if this is all we're getting, then we're not very happy. Yeah. If, if this is if this is if this is an appetizer, then yeah, fine. That's if, if this is if this is what we're getting to eat, we're unsatisfied. Okay. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to kind of like the main point of the episode, which is the lists that we have all written for Corsairs. Um, and I figure I'll start it off with Mr. Corsair himself, Rainier. Um, if you want to go over your list and just tell us what you took. Yeah. So we each are getting a different points list, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, do we want to go in ascending order? Of well, points? I, you, you guys lowest gave me, or, uh, lowest to highest. You gave me the oh, requirement of having allies. Yeah. Yeah. So. We did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're mixing it up. I have, uh, 
I have a tough challenge here. Um, and, well, Tim, you did what? A 500 point list? Yeah, 500. Yep. All right. Let's, let's go in ascending order. That way okay, we can we'll kind of we'll build up the tension before we get to Rainier. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so go For ahead. For those who Tim. don't know, Rainier is our expert Corsair player. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we we just go Rainier. What what, what do we do in this? <laughs> um, more Abelis. That was greatest. He's like, I got seventh at Articon with Corsairs. What do you do? <laughs> and, and just because I am the I am the um, uh, the podcast historical pedant. Um, before we get started, for the record, it is pronounced Arbalester. Arbalesters. There we go. Arbalester. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so I did a 500-point list. Um, this is allied, um, but I imagine a lot of them will kind of be allied um, because it's just hard not to take... Um, so it's Suladon on Armored Horse with nine Haradra Moors with bows and spears, um, five Serpent Guard and two Serpent Riders, and Dalamir with 12 Corsairs with shield and six Arbalesters. So you have 15 total bows, um, six of them being arbalesters, nine of them being bows. You have a fight for front line, 12 of them having um, throwing weapons. You have, uh, let me double check real quick. You have 16 plus eight. You have 36 models at 500 points. Um, so you have a ton of bows. You have two decent heroes for fighting. Um, you have a six inch banner with everybody because of Suladon. And you have two Serpent Riders to kind of go and do what you need them to do. Um, there's not a whole lot to it, pretty much. You know, you stay together with the two heroes you got. Well, it's 500 five points, though. So. Yeah, it's 500 points. You know. it, it, and it's pretty simple. You know, Corsairs with throwing weapons and shields in the front. You've got the um, Harad Warriors slash Serpent Guard in the back to support. And then you got bow shots as well. But I think what's interesting about this is you have 16, or I'm sorry, uh, 15 shots at 500 points. and Six of them are arbalesters, so you have a lot of shooting potential with this. And then even when they get close to you, you have 12 throwing <clears throat> weapons to the face, including Dalmir has one as well, correct? He does. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's 13 throwing weapons to the face going forward. And Suladon can do damage with his horse, obviously. So it's just, it, I, I think it's pretty solid at 500 points with the amount of numbers, bows, and considering the might and the, what the army does together kind of thing. What's the figure count? Uh, 36. Yeah, that's pretty good at uh, 500 points. Yeah. I'd actually say this is a pretty solid list. Um, yeah, I would too. Say so too yeah. Plus, you got two Heroes of Legends, so you get two free auto courage tests at 500 points too. Mm -hmm. Who would your leader be? Soledad, um, I thought about this, and I went with um, Dalamir. And the reason I went with Dalamir is because it lets Suladon do whatever he wants to go kill mm -hmm. things. We agree that that was probably the right choice there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah this is... Also, you're splitting up the priority because Suladon has a banner, which is going to yeah. be interesting for the Makes opponents you go after two yeah. Heroes. yeah we talked about it last episode too like the three fate with the elven cloak too is going to really help and the, the, you know i think he has heroic defense correct as well yeah he does heroic so defense. i would just you know i'd be fine with him and he has two fate and three wounds or is that correct two fate three wounds? uh two wounds three fate two yeah. wounds three fate. so he has got yeah i would easily mm -hmm. pick elmir in that situation heroic defense all all the bells and exactly voices. heroic defense all the way um but yeah that's my list not much not much to it yeah, and yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think it, it, it illustrates kind of one of the side benefits of Corsairs that we didn't really talk through last time because we were just talking about the attributes of the army, and that's that they have this ability to green ally in Harad, and the two of them, both Harad and Corsairs, are lists that have very, very good 
cost efficient heroes and then very good and cost efficient troops. So when you ally the two together, you can get some, you know, some very good cost efficient armies uh, that cover each other's bases um, because the, you know, the Corsairs have, uh, have fight four all over the place and they have a, a bunch of good shooting and Harad uh, has Sulidan and his six inch banner um, and, and Lance well, cavalry too. Yeah. Like and Lance cavalry. And the, the two of them, I mean, the Corsairs have great infantry and uh, the, and Harad has, uh, you know, kind of great cheap cavalry and the two of them work really well together. All right. Um, so I guess I'm up next. Uh, I have a 650 <coughs> point list. This one is pure Corsairs of Umbar. And so uh, this has first warband is Dalinar, uh, fleet master of Umbar. And with him, he has six black Numenorean warriors, uh, backed by six Corsairs of Umbar with uh, spear and shield and supported by five arbalesters. And warband number two is Delgamar, gate master <coughs> of Umbar. And with him are five black Numenorean warriors, uh, supported by five Corsairs of Umbar with spear and shield and four Corsair Arbalesters. Warband number three, just to change things up a little bit, is a Black Numenorean Marshal, fully kitted out with uh, Lance Heavy Armor and uh, Shield uh, and uh, Armored Horse. And uh, with him are four Black Numenorean Warriors, supported by four Corsairs of Umbar with Spear and Shield and uh, four Arbalesters. So you end up with 46 models, which is an awful lot of models at 650 points. Um, and you have 13 arbalesters and you also have a shield wall that is 15 <coughs> figures, a, a terror wall that is 15 figures wide, all backed by throwing weapons. Um, and, uh, you know, I had, a, at, I had kind of like a few points left over. So I was like, you know what, maybe I'll upgrade that captain to a black Numenorean marshal. So it's actually got a mounted hitter that can uh, that can do some damage in it, and you know the concept here is simple. You have your your big wide terror wall uh, all across the board, supported by throwing weapons, um, which doesn't really have to charge because it can kind of sit back there, and the second rank can throw throwing weapons at somebody and make him charge you. And unless he's got some sort of you know fury bonus or something like that, he's going to come in piecemeal, and you can uh, pick him apart. You got your Black Numenorean Marshal to take out a couple uh, figures a turn um, somewhere on this, uh, and uh, you know that, and, and and all the while you've got uh, uh, thirteen crossbows plinking away at the guy or shooting into the combat where the big hero happens to show up, um, and that's the concept. I like this list a lot, to be honest. Like, uh, I actually was toying around with some of these back in the day because um, a lot of people don't realize that the diversity in Corsair lists and the you bring the Black Numenorians and and the the Marshal too, because you 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 have three really big hitting hitting units right there. So you have the Black Marshal, Dalgamar, and Dalmir. Um, you have Dalgamar rerolling. Uh, the support rolls or anything like that that you're doing in the fight, rerolling all the Corsairs with a special rule. So yeah, I like it a lot. I think this is a really good example of how you can build an alternative Corsair list, one that's defensive, um, but also not so defensive if you actually play, play it right. 
because like you, you're talking about it, all the, all the shooting, you're going to be punching people with strength four hits. And when they fire back at you, your black Numenorian line and your Arbalisters are all defense six in the shooting. So that's, that's, that's really good. And all those units too, those three captains that you chose are all really good, but also a really good way to spam out the list. So yeah, I, I like it a lot. Like I would love to see this played. I'd love to play it also. It, it, it is it is a perfect example of how you can build an alternative Corsair list and make it really successful. The other well, after that review, I have. I was like, he gets the star <laughs> five stars. Five star review. Um, another little trick you can do on this because it has so many figures is. You know, if you're waiting for somebody to charge in on you, when he finally kind of gets up the gumption to charge in on you, uh, because this is a pure list, um, you you can then take you know your second if, if you want you can take your second line of um, corsair or spearmen or maybe use your arbalesters just, just to run around the back and get traps because the corsair parts of this army still get the backstabbers special rule the Numenorians won't but they can kind of take the punch to the front and instead of having your, your spearmen stand behind, they can run around behind, hit the, guy, the other guy's second rank, and then your, you know, your Numenorians can just shield, and uh, the guys in the back can run around and, and do their attacks with plus one to wound. So. All right. Uh, so. Oh, I was just going to say the next list, so. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, the, for the most part, when you play pure... Uh, there's really, yeah, you either spam out the Corsairs you, you, uh, or you do this alternate version of it. And then it usually when we think of allies, you usually do the Harad ally that Tim uh, mentioned. And that's generally the ways you play Corsairs competitively. So I, you know, as the person who wants to come up with some weird lists on this podcast decided... I decided right. not to do it. <laughs> I'm like, let me figure out if I can Allied make some with Goblin Town. yellow ally. <laughs> I've that got, would I've be got, an interesting thought. I, I, I've got, I've got uh, because of the, the ball limit, I've got 19 billion clusters. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I was first trying to figure out, okay, why would I want to ally with a yellow ally anyway? When you really look at a lot of the yellow alliances that Corsairs have, they don't need any of them. Like, and those allies don't really need the Corsairs. Um, so it kind of created a little bit of a conundrum. But uh, what I did was I created two lists, right? And I know we're only supposed to make one, but I'll go through these very quickly. Um, but I'm interested in the concept. So I, I kind of think you guys will like the second one more than the first, but we'll go with it. So first list, all right, um, it's going to be Delgamar, okay? And uh, he's going to be leading... Six Corsair Reavers. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry, Rainier. This is where I'm going with it. <laughs> so, I'm spasmed. Here's a... <laughs> <laughs> so six Corsair Reavers, uh, four Corsairs with a Vumbar with Shield and Spear, and then four Arbalists. Um, and then the second one is a Corsair Bozan with nine Reavers and then three Arbalists. And then it's going to have the Shadow Lord on Felbeast. All right. Ten Orcs with Spears. One Black Numenorian with a Warhorn, which means all my Reavers are Courage 5. And then Gurrits. So that leaves me at 700 points, which was my requirement here. 700 points, 41 models, 7 crossbows, but I do have the Shadow Lord. And I have 9 points of might. Plus I have Maelstrom from a battle, uh, you know, assistance there. Um, Delgamar plus the Orc with Spears and plus the Bozun effectively make me have 5 rolls when I'm kind of stacked around them. 
And uh, hopefully with the Black Numenor and with the Warhorn, I really don't need to worry about them running away all that much because they are Courage 5. I do have a Shadow Lord here um, with magical capability, Felby. So that kind of answers-ish my lack of heroic strike um, because obviously I wanted Dolomer, but, you know, points. Uh, so with the Reavers, since obviously it's the central point of the list, there are 15 Reavers in the list all gaining plus one to wound, have two attacks each. Um, and usually can hit hard. Now, you'll know in this list, I lose the backstabbers rule, which normally I would always say you want to keep that rule. But like I said, I was trying to challenge myself to make a yellow alliance where it would be worth it. The thing about the Reavers is they can be shot to pieces. So therefore, the Shadow Lord protects against that. Um, and that's kind of my reason to, okay, uh, why would I pick a yellow alliance here? And then Guritz has the march if I need to use it. Um, so like I said, 41 models, 7 crossbows, 9 might. Yeah, it's and nine. It's, so it's pretty good. Is is a Shadow Lord on Fell Beast or on Horse? Shadow Lord's on Fell Beast. Yeah, so that makes a difference so, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't want to put him on Horse because then I have like, it, it's it's too risky on my hitting power. Like I'm just like okay. I mean, obviously my army itself hits hard, but like I'm talking about an enemy hero. I'm trying to like okay, if I need to dismount him or you know disrupt mm -hmm. him in some way, I, I need something else because Delgamar does not have heroic strike and a boson yeah. doesn't and really makes, do a lot. Makes his his. So. What is it? Pale of Darkness, a little bigger too, because it base it does make larger. Yeah. Actually, a so pall of darkness, not a pale Paul. of darkness. As we learned last time, as we learned last time. Well, actually, no. I guess you can. I mean, I think we've learned from the FAQ that you could actually keep darkness in a pail because it, it doesn't spill out past yeah, it does. Know, barriers and walls. Yeah. And then you exactly. wait, and then you just open it up, and it spills. Hey, honey, can you give me a pail of darkness before we go to bed? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I think it's it a smoke cloud. He's revealing. Well, no, you know what it is? Is it's a, it's a super size at McDonald's. You know, it's like yeah. Can I get the uh, the Big Mac, the fries, and you know, I'll super size. I'll get the pail of darkness. <laughs> Uh, so it's, 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 I mean, a, it's a good list. It's a good list. Like I think, like you mitigated all the weaknesses that you're. So first, the backstabbers. You're mitigating that with all the reavers, which is good. And second, like the lack of armor. You're mitigating your shooting power. Um, no, I, I, I think it's pretty good. I think what all of our lists show that at any point system, you can easily semi spam out fight for models. Like, like yeah, I think it's a good list. I, I, so I guess, I mean, I, I suppose we should highlight two potential weaknesses here. The first is, despite getting Guritz, if you ended up with the Reavers with Del, uh, Delgamar showing up in a different place from the Boson, mm -hmm. um, that could be a problem. I understand that they're Courage 5, but, you know, the, a Ringwraith wanders nearer than their Courage 4. Um, and, uh, yeah. you know, that could, that could start yeah. creating some problems. That would make a hilarious scenario where, like, they start attacking him. <laughs> you make them, you oh. make them reroll, reroll all the dice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then they're failing it, and then he like whips them back and stuff. Yeah. And he's just like whipping his guys. The other thing I, is, you, you've got one boson, and if if that boson gets taken out, you start taking a lot of cards tests each turn. So the, the only reason I'm not from range. That's a problem. Because you, pr you probably want to just throw them into combat right off. Yeah, right exactly. Right? That, and, that, and that's, that's what I was about to say to Matt, is that the best part is they're not forced to charge me. They're just forced to charge the closest model. So if the closest model actually happens to be an enemy model, then as long as you're keeping them in combat, they will continue to work for me. Now, obviously, the problem is they're not very maneuverable because they're just going to spam charge something. But um, And this is with only the ones that I fail. Like, not obviously the whole line. But yes, you're right. With only one bosun... You know, the Warren was necessary. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can make them fail automatically, right? You can make them fail even if they're within the Six range. Of the you potentially yeah. make one fail, charge the fell beast, and throw throw him like. No, because it's perfect. not an enemy model. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, unfortunately not. It's not an enemy <laughs> model. Um, so <laughs> the problem's going to be in a scenario like to the death or fog of war. Well, actually, or, you know what? Is it a requirement that you can only throw an enemy model or just a model you're in combat with? No, I, I think you could throw one. You could throw a, a reaver? Yeah, you could throw yeah, a reaver. Yeah, so you could literally... You fight, like, you fight normally against it, I think. Yeah, Position I him think, perfectly, make I'm him gonna, charge you like... And that, that'd I'm be really interesting. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty neat. Anyway, to get back to the to the issue, so the so if you're in a scenario where you start far apart and the other guy has a lot of shooting, you have to be I mean you have to be really careful with that bosun, even if he's kind of sticking near the Shadow Lord, or if the enemy has oh. black darts um, and can black dart the guy to death. Because it, mm. if the bosun goes away when you are not near combat yet, you've got a problem. Um, yeah. And the, the other issue would be if you're in a scenario where you have to split up, you've got a problem. Because those, the, 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 um, the Reavers and the bosun are going to have to stay near the Shadow Lord. And the Shadow Lord is going to have to be you know, spending his point of will each turn. And if you Doing end up that, in a yeah. scenario where you have, like that one scenario where you have to like grab the four corners of the board type yeah. thing, that's going to be a bit of a problem. All right. Well, then I guess I'll move on to the second list. That's just an idea. So throwing that out there for anyone who wanted a unique idea with the uh, Corsairs, because obviously we don't play Reavers all that much. Generally, they're like kind of a utility unit. You throw in there maybe a three or four, not, not like 15. Um, but as far as another idea, and this is, this was just another one that I just, I don't know, I was just kind of spitballing here. So it's, Dolomer at 90 points, 12 Corsairs with shield and spear, uh, 6 Corsair Arbalists. Okay, so he's got 18 people. Uh, Saruman on horse, 6 Urukai with shield, 6 Urukai with pike, 6 Urukai with crossbows, and then Isengard Ballista. So this is uh, 41 models, uh, 12 crossbows plus a ballista, and 7 might. Now, I did toy with the list to downgrade Saruman to Lurts and then add in, like, a captain for March or something like that. It doesn't really add more troops, but it does add an extra three points of might, and it adds a banner, which might be pretty helpful. But I went ahead and stuck with the Saruman version of this list with Dolomir as my general. So it's just another idea. I just threw it out there. What are you guys' thoughts on that? No. It's it's interesting. It could work well. I think with anything with corsairs, though, like once once the battle lines hit, let's say you come up against two or three mega heroes, yeah, you might have a problem. Um, but of course, Saruman can maybe mitigate one. You chose Dalmir over Saruman for your hero. Um, for, your for the general, I mean, I'm sorry, no, Saruman is my leader. So obviously, contest of champions is a problem. But actually, I want Dalamir to go in there and spend might to mm-hmm. kill things. So. Sorry, Saruman is my leader, not yeah, not Delamar. And, and and that'll be like Contest of Champions having Sorcerer's Blast will also be helpful for that kind of a yeah. a thing as well. Yeah. Or if you just want to, yeah. Does yeah. it count? Um, Does the Sorcerer's Blast count? I think I, no. no. I don't think so. You got to be clear. Oh, you have to count. actually kill. I think, I think you actually have to kill him. Gotcha. I think uh, one thing is like the the ballista makes your shooting power better, but it also kind of downgrades it because then you're not getting as many arbalisters. 
So, so that, that's kind of, kind of a thing, an issue that I'd come across. Uh, it is a fun list. Um, yeah, but that, that, that's what I, the issue I'd come across. And then also you're, you're adding fight four to kill things, which is nice, but in doing so you're, you're not strength getting four, as you many. Mean. Yeah. Strength four. Sorry. In yeah, doing yeah. so you're not getting as many, uh, backstabbing units at like cheap price. And, and I agree. That's the reason most people don't even bother allying the Corsairs with yellow alliances because it, it, it is tough to... It's po- possible, to though. I've, I've toyed with bringing Shagrat with his with his shield to the list and just having like some like good fight five like I think people munchers. really underestimate Shagrat. Like, he yeah, is I, a Shaggy's phenomenal a good, good model. So uh, the thing I like about this list is it's this is, a, this is a list that very much wants to fight at range. And it doesn't have, it doesn't have any you know type of blinding light slash, pale of darkness, pall of darkness, um, type rules with it. But I'm not certain it needs it because of Saruman, and I think that's why Saruman is a good add to this list because he has he has two capabilities, right? He can um, he can uh, either with his 18 inch range uh, command whomever is is casting the spell on the other side to let sixes hit uh out of range to move them out um or if they've blocked that guy in what you can do is you can take figures ordinary figures or heroes and move them out and then shoot them and what you can actually do is especially since you have the the siege bow here is you can take like random guy in the front line command him out of the range of the pall of darkness slash blinding light, but in a position where he's going to like get knocked back through a whole bunch of other guys, yeah. so you bring him out front and then you hit him with the siege bow and uh, knock him, him through the whole thing. Yeah. Into, into the rest of the thing. And you know, maybe even start doing wounds on whoever is casting the, uh, the blinding light. And you know, and if the siege bow misses, then you have 13 crossbows that will shoot him to death. Uh, yeah. and I think uh, yeah yeah I think that's a that's a neat little kind of tricksy effect this army has it, it also gives Dalmir some cover for magic because what I love about Saruman is he puts other casters at whack like 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 whether it's a fell beast or a, a ringwraith on fell beast he has the potential to sorceress blast them off it or another wizard um, he can cast to, to compel or, or do, do do crazy things like that so I like him in the ad too that he like kind of protects Dalmir yeah, there's also synergy there with Dalmir smoke bombs, because um, what what uh, uh, Saruman can do is Saruman, as Saruman's casting commands at these various folks in the other army to try and drag them out and make them shooting points or make them you know, shooting targets, they're spending will to resist that. So when the lines clash, hopefully they're out of will, and at that point, um, uh, you know, Dalamir's smoke bombs then kind of become the challenging, the channel transfix they were always meant to be. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, the, the, the problem with the smoke bombs is when you get them to hit typically, you know, in a typical Corsair list, there's no other magic. So there's always points of will left around that people can use just to auto resist that. But if you've got a wizard in the list like Saruman, who's going to be sapping their will, well, he's not casting the spell, but he's casting other spells that are going to cause people to use will to resist at range. By the time they're close, they close, they're going to be out of will, and that's when the smoke bombs can be truly devastating. And that's actually an interesting point I didn't even 
think about is the synergy with uh, the smoke bombs, actually. So um, I appreciate you making me more happy with the list. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good list. I like it. <laughs> so that's that's my attempt at um, yellow alliances with Corsairs. So on to the, the master himself. <laughs> so, there, there goes my dog. He's not wearing his Easterling helmet at the moment. But. Oh, dang. He took it off because it was too heavy. Yeah, if you're interested in – we're not selling the dog, let me be clear. But if you're interested in purchasing the helmet, you know, if, you, if you've got a dog, you want to wear it. Um, we could probably be convinced to let that go. Wait. This is really a neat – you have to, like, now get this to show this helmet. Like, as Rainey was saying his list, you should get this Easterling helmet. <laughs> I love how the no one knows if Matt's serious or serious Yeah, it's or like joking. we're trying to figure out, like, did Matt actually construct an Easterling helmet? We're, we're, we're all like, oh, this is like a funny joke, hashtag Easterling helmet, and then you see it in the corner, like, one of these days, just with a big Easterling helmet, just, like, walk past, and you're like, what? Then you see Evan walk past with an Easterling helmet, uh, oh, actually, you see that, everybody. That actually reminds me. All right, so – uh, so, so you can start talking when you're. I just, I'll be right back. Oh, he's going to get his Easter. He's going to get the Easter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. So I brought an eight eight hundred point list. Um, this is actually the the same list I played at last Nova, and I got second place with. And it's also a variant of a seven hundred and fifty point list that I brought to Articon, and I got seventh. Oh, liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> do our product placement. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 800 points. You have Dalmir. He's leading six Black Numenorians, four Corsairs with shields, four Corsairs with shield and spear, and one bear Corsair with sword. After that, you have a Corsair captain with a crossbow leading eight Arbalisters and three Corsairs with shield. Uh, uh, third Warband's another Corsair captain with crossbow leading six Arbalisters, three Corsairs with shields, and three Corsairs with spear and shield. And then the last warband, here's where the Allied comes in. It's a historical alliance. You have Soladan on armored horse, leading two serpent riders, four Abrakan guard, three uh, Haradrim warriors with bow and spear, four Haradrim warriors with bow, and one Watcher of Karna with twin blades. Um, it's quite a mixed mash of quite a lot, but the basic makeup is the General's Dalmir. It has 58 models. Uh, seven bows, 16 crossbows, two of them having two might each, um, three cav, 23 throwing weapons, uh, nine might, and you need to kill 30 models to break the break the list. So why I allied in Harad is because I kind of wanted to fix all the holes that I thought Corsairs had, and at 800 ports, you're able to do that. So I brought in Soledan, of course, obviously. He's a six-inch banner, affects quite a lot of the list which is usually fight four he also counts towards uh victory points dalmir's my my general so i can go ham with solid solidan we even mentioned it earlier you can split up the general and um banner points so if one dies you don't lose both of them um i split um my arbalisters in each warband because um, the list actually plays pretty aggressive and also you want to control the whole battle, the whole board. And that allows you to have 24 inch ranges all around, um, shooting things. And yeah, I've talked, I've raved a lot about Corsair captains. I love them. They're fight five. They still have backstabbers. So they're a way to get in broke combats or even throw off people like the likes of Aomir or other fight five heroes, force them to strike up. Um, and stuff like that. I put shields on basically all of my Corsairs because I don't like 
losing <laughs> defense three models <laughs> to basic Gondorian troops or something like that on a four. So that's why I did that. Um, but yeah, my my warband with Soldan is probably the unique bit of the list. Two Serpent Riders for objective. They can also kill pretty pretty things. The four Abrakan Guard kind of give a killing power if I come up against armor in combat. Plus, it kind of throws off an opponent, seeing that there's so many different threats within the list. Um, and yeah, I've got bows in there, so I can be mobile during during it also. The one Watcher of the Karna is like, if I need to throw him against something terrifying or something. But yeah, that's that's a basic make makeup. What what do you, what do you guys think? I mean, you, you like one Nova with it, so <laughs> yeah, you beat me with it. Kill <laughs> Gulivar with it, so I, I, I'm, oh, I'm not in the place to, to criticize. You've, you've won several yeah. local tournaments I, with it. <laughs> so I, I, I got seventh seventh at Articon with it too, which is. But yeah, my my pride and joy is killing Gulivar from mats, totally being outmatched by him that whole game. And then realizing, oh yeah, it doesn't matter because I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you take enough shots, you're bound to roll some sixes, and you know, you, you happen to roll them all at one time. <laughs> that, that, was, that was like nothing was going through, and I'm like, I only have one wound on Golivar. Then those three made it, and I was like, well, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, I like. I feel like it balances stuff out. Um, so I'm I'm actually curious how you proxied the Corsair Bear. Um, did you take like the Bjorn model and then like a green stuff an eye patch on it? The Corsair Bear. You're talking about the one that's riding the eagle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, I just said I'm American. I can bring an eagle to whatever I want, and they some people understood, some people didn't. But when they try to argue, I'm like, no, I just I only speak American. I can't understand yeah. you. Yeah, and just to be clear, so much- this is. This is the this is the Corsair Bear that's in your first warband, right? Yeah, yeah, and there, it's a Corsair Bear Reaver that I that caused me so axes. many problems. I, I had to explain to so many Canadians why this was okay for you to do and not anyone else. Yeah, yeah, so. and I was like, it's just, <laughs> just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, the base size is on it is a problem, but you know, because the base size is, you is a bear tw- with it. You could bear with it. Yeah, you could. Bear you know how many it. confused people on the channel right now? <laughs> this whole episode, like they're gonna be like, wait, there's a dog that wait, has an Easterling helmet. Is wait, there actually an Easterling bear? New models, new models with Mickey it's a, Mouse. It's a ear? Corsair bear. We have an Easterling dog. Get it right. Easterling dog. Corsair Separate bear. the two. Yeah, just just grin and bear it, folks. But yeah, right. yeah, that, that that's the list. I think I think it, I I like it. I like playing it. And then the Black Numenorians and Dalmir's list kind of give them protection too. Because I mean, it's a fully optimized Corsair Harad Alliance at eight hundred that has already proven track records at several major tournaments, including small local ones. I mean, it's not a lot of critique to give to it. Yep, but right. for any of you who want to copy the list, yeah, there so you are. everybody <laughs> copy it so that, so that <laughs> it's Rainier not special anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone will be like, Rainier's just playing the new the cheese, you know, just the, yeah. the list everyone brings. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll make Khan great again. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so Rainier's you'll get it FAQ'd. Yeah, Rainier's <laughs> going to truck up to the table and say, "So here's my list," and he goes through all the components, and the other guys going to be like, "Oh yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I have the, I have the exact same list. Sit there and go, huh? huh? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> and then there's like ten guys down the table, and all of them at the same. Time. Oh wait, that's my list too. <laughs> all from the same group too. You're yeah, like, wait, right. what? 
That would be interesting. Your whole the whole uh, Pennsylvania group just takes the same list that Rainier takes, and they all yeah. just go to the tournament. See who does oh, better with it. So well, we've we've thought about going to a tournament. Just all of us bring pure Corsair lists. Some some unfortunate yeah. guy plays all five of you. All t- <laughs> tournament he just plays the same list five times, but five different people. Yeah, I'll say though. Corsairs can be a little squishy if one doesn't like know how to play with them. And I always give my advice. This is like my biggest advice to people treat each model. Like it's a treasure. So you usually come up to, to the tournament with like a horde. Cause this is technically a horde or like a, like an elite horde. And you think, okay, I got 58 models, like throw 12 over here, eight over there, 20 over here. Like, no, like try to conserve each model. And this list is kind of like made to do that to where you have like d6 in the right places you have shielding in the right places and stuff like that so yeah my one thing conserve your models because before you know it dane and thranduil are just munching through them so let me ask you with the um with the watchers are they there specifically to charge terrifying things or do you have them there to resist uh i have i have basically only one um it's it's two charge terrifying but i also i built this list when um what is they that were called? better Na- not, not when they were better when nature's wrath was better oh yes yes yeah so i threw him in just he's like in the back just basically like hiding out like jumping anywhere wherever nature's wrath is um yeah yeah to do something like that or if you want to agmar was pretty prevalent too so if you want to charge into something that's terrifying and like kill a spirit and it's also nine points like i have the models i was yeah i used to i won nova with like a haradrim spam list or a sorry a karna spam list back in the day and i was just like to reminisce that i wanted to just add one (laughs) (laughs) i remember that i remember that tournament that's (laughs) that was for our viewers the most stressful game i've ever played in my entire career it was Uh, against tim at that tim at that tournament really oh man that that was like the close. The only reason I won that game is because like, what was it like last round? We were like, okay, it's a tie yeah. game. And I had like, I think it was a watcher of Karna. I was like, okay, strike against uh, Gandalf. And he was the leader. Gandalf failed all three fate rolls. And then I wounded him and I was like, oh, cool. Two, one victory. <laughs> like, well, you know, you know what saved you that? Wow. You much? failed three rerollable fate yes. rolls. With yes. might. Yeah, and he had like one might left too. I, I kept rolling twos. Oh my god! I I was not a happy camper, but you know what? I said to myself, Rainier won the tournament, and he had four majors and a minor win, and I lost two to one to him. So I'm like, you know, what? I was the cl- toughest com- opponent that game because nobody else could stop him. So I I lost two to one on VPs. So I'm gonna take that because I was the closest person possible to beating him. Yeah, it was a fun but game. But it, it, it's it's funny, and 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 you know, I well. well the list is, I mean, you just see that list and you go, you've got, was it like 23 bows, essentially? I've got, yeah, 23. 16 crossbow and 7 bows. Exactly. Yeah, so so you've got enough bows where blinding light isn't that big of a deal because, you know, if you even if you throw, you know, let's say you get four hits on average, you know, you're still going to do a ton of damage with those four hits. Um, basically, especially yeah. anything that's defense four or below. And then you you have you have the the what are they called black Numenorians and the crossbows up in front. Yeah. So even if you go up against like a blinding light elf army, they can hit you on a three, but they still have to wound you on a six, which is kind of not as common. Yeah. 
it, 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 I mean, it, it's like they said, not much to say. Um, okay. Well, I guess we can uh, enter into the Q&A, uh, mm-hmm. kind of give people a teaser for a whole Q&A episode, potentially in the future. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think I have a question picked out that we can discuss here. Okay. So uh, Timmy T9204, who I Great think is one, is one of the Terminator variants. Um, <laughs> normally when I craft a list, my first instinct is to try and fill a war band with as many warriors as possible. Ooh. When is it appropriate to intentionally take significantly fewer warriors than allowed by your war bands in order to add more heroes, more expensive heroes, or more elite warriors to the list. Um, that is actually a very complicated a very question. It is. It's a good. It's a good question. It is. It's a very I complicated can, answer. I think I can answer kind of slightly. It's a good question, though. Um, for me, I don't always maximize my warbands. I know, like some people say, do it. Some people say, don't. I don't. And the usually the people that I make small war bands out of are the ones that I need to do a lot of work in the move phase. So that's like a captain. I know oh, what was it on our legendary legions, uh favorite legendary legions. Um my last war band was just a captain with Crabane or a captain with like some cav. And that's kind of just a position them. I do it the same when I play Cond. Like I might have one war band with just a chieftain because whenever you're deploying you can leave like a sweet space in between your warbands or something, your battle lines. And then your last guy, you just, okay, where do I want to put the extra two or three might? I want to put it here. So that, that that's why I do it in a way for those kind of specialized characters who need to do a specific thing. I don't usually spam out their warband. Um, when it comes to hordes though, like I always try to spam them out, but like, yeah, if you have like a little extra. Well, I do it. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, Tim. Uh, I, I use it, for example, um, if I take a Fell Beast and I'm taking specifically usually, um, or, or to be fair, Suladon himself, anything with mounted. So like if I'm taking like four to six Serpent Riders in a list, you know, maybe I'll take Suladon with six. And um, usually I fill up that Warband, but I, I mostly do it when I have like a Fell Beast and I'll have some Calves. So maybe I'll have the Betrayer on Fell Beast with, you know, four um, Serpent Riders. And then that way, that mo- like they get onto the board and they move and they can go wherever they want. But, you know, it, 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 I find it when I use it at least is when I have things that can, like Rainier said, do something specifically. So my specific thing usually is the cavalry and, and them being able to move quickly and just kind of diverge into different areas right off the start. So if I'm understanding, this question is also talking about just your overall list, maybe not specific war bands that you don't max up, but like the overall list. When is it okay to to drop a few warriors to get some heroes? Am I understanding that correctly, Matt? I think that's a component of the, of the question, yes. I guess if I were to get – I'm trying to think of like a general rule here. And I'm going to go with a basic 700-point list. So at 700 and 800 points generally, your average list is going to be about 40 models. And that that – metric kind of usually comes from the old days where you had three war bands, 12 models in each. So that can flex a little bit now with the different tiers of heroes, but about 40 models. So I'd say, I mean, when is it okay to reduce numbers to get bigger heroes? It's like if the average defense of all of your guys is let's say six to four, like four to six, the kind of defense denied, or well, let's say six defense, if the average defense, is like five or six, 
then I, you stick around that 40 models. So if you start getting a 50 and 60 models, then it's okay probably to drop. If you are going lower than five defense, then you probably want to increase that by 10 or 20. And if you're going uh, higher than five, six defense, like dwarves or something, then it's probably okay to drop down to 30. And this obviously, you know, can switch up depending if you're an actual horde army or a, or a line breaker sort of hero list. But, but at that point, maybe like as long as you're hitting that number to make sure that your model count is high enough, maybe around that. I mean, that's kind of like my, my, I'm just, just just thinking that off the cuff, like my general rule, five, yeah. six defense, 40 models, higher than that, 30, lower than that. 50 60 depending yeah I'd, I'd go with that because if you have low defense models and there's yeah. not that many you got to also like take into consideration okay calculate let's say five or six should die before combat yeah. hits on on average any army i mean potentially up to 10 or 15 may die from heavy shooting army so it's like calculate that and then like think okay if i start out with 34 low defense warriors with my with my heroes Okay, I'm gonna lose six. Okay, then I'm out. And then once combat hits, I can potentially lose like four or five each turn. And then I'm gonna break actually pretty fast. Hmm. And like you wanna have, once the battle lines hit, even if you have elite troops, you wanna have a good amount or else you're gonna have like a fountain court. Yay. And then he's surrounded by three guys. Nay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you still wanna have a good amount once battle actually initiates. So I, I think there. There are, at least, there are four circumstances where I do this. I think a number of these have been mentioned by other folks, but let me just kind of sum up the four circumstances. Um, so the first one for me is there are some heroes that just don't have to be with a warband at all. Um, and they are, they're, they're useful one drops. I mean, so classic example here, Fredegar Bulger. Um, doesn't need a warband you want to give him a warband that's fine but you know if you want to use him as just a one drop and he deploys first and you get to kind of see where the rest of the other guy's army are you can do that um i also use legolas for this a lot especially if he's got you know say an elven cloak um because he he is perfectly effective deploying someplace away from the rest of your army where he can just kind of run around and shoot at people He's got three might, so you know he. If, if somebody wants to run after him, he can he can kind of fend for himself. They're gonna have to send a, a significant portion of their army to go after him, um, and then he can just run away and reunite with the rest of the army if he wants to. Um, so there are those circumstances where you just may want to have just one guy out on his own doing something. Harry Goatleaf is another perfect perfect example of this, where he's somebody where you don't necessarily want him anywhere near your army. And you know you you want to if you really want to bring Harry Goatleaf you can bring him on his own. Um, <laughs> second uh, second circumstance is the cavalry warband, um, and I think Tim mentioned this. Uh, you generally do not want to have like a hero of fortitude leading twelve cavalry figures because it's too clunky. Um, when you actually deploy them all within six inches of the guy, you end up in this big clunk of cavalry figures, and you spend the entire first turn's movement just kind of spreading out. Rivendell um, Knights disagree with you. <laughs> well, I mean, even Rivendell Knights, you're not going to, you, you are not going to bring Elrond with 18 Rivendell Knights. Um, that's, no, but like that's, even, even, a, even a Gondor list, like, like what you're saying is like a Gondor list that has yeah. infantry and cavalry. No, I'm, I'm just not, being silly. Bring, 
Yeah. Because some people might point out, oh, well, Rohan has all cat. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's how the yeah. army functions. <laughs> well, that's how the army functions. But still, you're not taking, you're not filling out that warband with cav. You're base. you're probably not going to go above like six cavalry in a cavalry warband. Um, because otherwise, you get this giant glob of cavalry that loses its its mobility. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the second case. Third case is if you are taking big heroes in elite armies, um, like if you're going to take Gilgalad or Elrond, you're probably not going to put 18 elves in their warband um, just because it, it ends up being you know, too much of a point sink into one warband. And you, you, you know, you're probably going to end up putting no more than a dozen elves in that, in that warband or so, or else it's just, uh, too many points. That's the that's the third one. I guess the fourth one is if you have some points left over at the end, and it's not enough to fill out a warband, but you need like that captain to get the march. Um, he, you know, sometimes I will end up taking like my last warband is like a captain, and however many guys I have points left for, like you know, four or five, six. Uh, seven and he doesn't fill out his warband as long as you're you know especially if you're not playing a horde and you just have some points left over but you you know there's there's one other guy you really wanted to get in there and then he's just gonna have a couple buddies running around with him that would be the last circumstance yeah i i, th I think like a perfect example is the list we reviewed beforehand and we said bring madrill we would i think we would all agree put the war put madrill with the smaller warband because he's your specialized character. He's that captain that you just add. All right. Um, so, want to do another question? Um, do we have time for one? Yeah, yeah I think so. Like it. Okay. All right. Let's uh, do it. All right. So, this is, this is a question from Mike Patrick. And he asks, is Numenor dead, perfect, or in need of change? And he says, what I mean mm -hmm. by this is with only four profiles in a pure list, is Numenor in need of a change? In available Green Alliance matchups, uh, such as Lothlorien or Arnor or a dwarf army of the kind uh, or the Misty Mountains, because Laura indicates that they existed together in time, or perfect with Elendil being arguably the best hero of legend in the game, a great captain profile, a strong pro troop profile, and Esseldor with the ring. Um, so... There's just an army that needs an update, just like the Easterlings. Like they yeah. just need more stuff, but they're not bad. They're not. I, th I think they actually go really well with the elves, and like people can attest to this yeah. at tournaments. You've, yeah, you've seen them, seen them like play pretty well. Even pure pure Numenor, I think Elendil and Isildur are very cheap for what they do. So the problem with pure is generally the lack of Kierden, um for the blinding light and the defense five oh, armor. There you go. Uh, so so yeah, yeah, all the last alliance lists I've seen that are highly effective with it, it usually have Kyrdan added. Um, and of course, with it being historical, now Kyrdan's a minor hero, so you have to bring like Gilgalad or something. But you know that that's how I've seen it. But those lists are very strong, very very strong. Yeah, I mean they. I actually think that they're. I mean they're competitive even if they don't ally. I mean, just with. Uh, Isildur, you know, especially at low points level, just with uh, Isildur. Because, um, so there are a few lists out there, and I think this is one of them that I think you can, you can fairly call niche lists, where um, they, they don't have a lot of flexibility to ally. I think Arnor is another one. But no, they, 
paranormal, they, like as historical? No, 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 no. Uh, as, as a, an example of a niche list. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Um, that, that, that kind of are designed to either show up with one particular ally uh, or show up with no allies and just kind of come in on their own. And they have their kind of interesting strengths that go with them that make them competitive. You know, they're not world beaters where everybody would be taking them, but in certain, in certain meta and certain circumstances, they are very competitive lists. Uh, and I think a, a, a Numenor list, and even a pure Numenor list, in a situation where they're either in a scenario where they're not going to be shot a lot or they're in a meta where they're not going to be shot a lot is a really competitive army of just, I'm going to take Elendil, I'm going to take Isildur, I'm going to take a couple captains, and I'm going to take a, a ton of Numenor guys. And, yeah. you know, against the right armies, um, those lists could be devastating. Yeah. And it, it's, it, it's interesting to have these armies, I think, in the mix. Because every once in a while, somebody will bring one, and you're like, oh, uh, you know, I haven't run into this problem before, um, and you need to, and you need to kind of deal with it. And I mean, that's why I think they're fun. Yeah, because they're they're kind of like they remind me a little bit of Urukai, because the whole army is deep fight four, strength four, with your with your basic troops. So like that's that is like a Urk. I, I I wouldn't say that they need a profile update. I think they need a model update. Um, no, no. Um, when I said profile update, I meant like adding profiles to the army yeah mm-hmm. not not mm-hmm. that the profiles are fine the exception of i mean i think a lot of people do find it a little weird that defense yeah. five on these heavily armored guys it's like all right yeah, yeah but I, 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 think, I mean yeah there's, there's I, fun I, stuff I, you I, could do yeah. go ahead sorry, I, go I, ahead. I even think they have all the models like kind of what matt was saying. i think they have all the models to actually make it pretty competitive i just think or all the profiles to make it competitive i just think it's not fun to like come up with like the first model that was made and it's almost the size of a Hobbit and it's like in one like kind of goofy pose. So you have like, I've only really seen people play well with them if they're like Numenorean fanatics and they either buy all the metal ones or they get like a second, like different companies, like unreleased type Type what is it? Devale Games. Devale or Devale has some nights figures. The only so. problem, just the caveat that if you play with those, you can't play at any Warhammer World events and stuff. That's yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. You can't play it. Can't play at uh, Articon. Articon either. Yeah. Yeah, but like like a good like a good example is like um, uh, shoot, John John McConnell played him at last art last last Nova, and he was like top. 10 table like top and yeah, he top was actually doing pretty in the well last though. round yeah yeah and i and, I, we, and he we doesn't even about, consider himself a competitive player at all yeah, <laughs> yeah no and that's like, not like harking on his on his play style but like no no talk, that's why he he doesn't yeah. consider himself competitive like yeah but so. i talked to him and he was just like yeah like they're just fight for or fight for strength for just let's you you have a semi horde kind of you have two mega heroes elendil who cannot be stopped by anything and you have a sealed door who has like golem special rule with like thorin's profile like that's 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 almost <laughs> but but like but, but you, you catch yeah. my drift like it's it it's just sucks good, that you can't do it together that's can't do it together. but you don't i mean you don't yeah. need to do it together i mean uh, I, I i mean i've played that i mean i have a full numenorean army and um, it, you know, with, with, you know, the two guys on horses and they are, if, if you are in a scenario where you can't shoot them down, they are really scary to deal with. I mean, especially with the, especially with Elendil kind of bopping around and like killing one of your heroes a turn. 
which he yeah. can do. Um, and conceivably two heroes a turn if he can heroic combat off of one and into another, uh, which he yeah. can also do. Um, you know, they are, they are, it's an army not to be trifled with. I guess um, I, feel, I feel like you don't need too much play style, not, not play style. You, it's, it's kind of forgiving, a forgiving army because you could make a couple mistakes with a Lend deal and he's not going to like go down, go down, like die, or even the troops, you can make some mistakes with them. So like for newish players or players who want to find like a list that they want to start playing competitively, like I, I suggest playing these guys. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a decent anti-magic list too with, mm-hmm. I mean, it, if you're, if you're a player who's like, you know, all this ma- magic stuff is pretty complicated. I want to stay away from it, but I'm tired of kind of getting victimized by um, other players who use magic to, you know, neutralize my Aragorn, Aragorn King of Lessar. It is a good list to have because, you know, once you kind of figure out the, uh, well, um, you know, Elendil is, is rolling two dice to resist every time as a freebie and, everybody within six inches of him and uh, Isildur is always going to be resistant to magic. Uh, you know, once you kind of get that down and how that operates, you know, you could really kind of give heavy magic players fits uh, as their spells just continually bounce off your army. I, um, I, I don't know the, the lore. Do any of you know if there's another named like Numenorian hero? Anarion is named in the book, but he's, he's, He's not out. So the reason why is um, the the Amazon web series. And that's my assumption, by the way, based on the comment Jay Claire said at Articon, where someone asked, is Anarion, the reference to Anarion a mistake? And then Jay said, it wasn't a mistake at the time. Oh. Um, and so what I think happened was the Amazon web series was announced and they decided to hold off on a Last Alliance supplement okay. until they see what, because the Amazon web series is dealing with the uh, up until the last alliance, and it's it's located in Numenor. Mm-hmm. So for those of you holding on to a Numenorian army, eventually it's guaranteed to get like a huge swath of profiles. Well, yeah, and, I guarantee. Probably, I mean, it depends probably, on GW gets. Yeah, and probably yeah. new figures that look entirely different. But yeah, know, unfortunately. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> if, they, if 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 they add this Anarion and, and he turns out to be decent, decently good in the future, I mean that'll be a helpful thing for them to have. Because he's a named hero, he'll probably have three might, which is always a helpful thing. I mean, I've only come up against Numenor twice since playing. Um, and both times I had the same feeling. And I'm assuming, I'm kind of, and I know you guys probably may have more experience with this, but when I come up against, I mean, I just slaughtered them. I mean, that the amount of times that I had rolled fives, whereas if I needed sixes, it would have been such a different story. I think they need the defense personally. That that defense six, obviously, if they if they I wall shield wall, shield even shield wall, shield wall would be it perfect. Would be that would that would that would be perfect. No, Give them I, some I way to get to you, defense Jay. six. I, I agree with you because like I've come up against this multiple times at like events and stuff, and it's like the exact same thing happens. It's like okay, here we go, boom. There, like the opponent comes like oh I've got I've got strength four. I'm gonna crunch through you, and you just wind up like crunching through him like really 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 fast and then like a good hurl or dehorse with a land deal you mitigate him you kind of ignore a sealed door and just the army i don't know if it's just like when you're playing against them you roll fives but just the army. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I think i think the impact 
it's just the impact is higher because you're playing a standard force. So normally when you have defense five, you have like 50 models, but here you have like Numenor is going to be like 35, 40. And so it hurts more when you lose them. I think if they, they could do something different too. If you didn't want to do shield wall, you could do if this model is being supported, both models get plus one defense, like change it up a little bit so it requires them to be supported rather than, you know, just are you in base contact with another model with shield, kind of make it different. Uh, simplest solution is probably just give them shield yeah, wall. Shield yeah, wall. well, I mean, but, and shield wall fits, right? Because that's how mm -hmm. you, I mean, the, you see them fighting in essentially a shield wall when they're fighting in that first scene in the Fellowship yep. Ring movie. Exactly. And they're supposed to be proto-Gondor and Gondor has shield wall, so why wouldn't they have um, shield wall? I think I think like the two, if you look at the what a workshop design to like, it looks like they have a cloth with chain mill, yes. but actually how what a designed it, it's uh, the cloth is actually over plate armor. So they, they do have heavy armor and chain mill. You just mm -hmm. don't see it on the model. It just looks like a cloth. So like seeing yeah, that they, it's kind of annoying too. They have a fur coat. Yeah, if they if they get def if they, and well, no matter how they get it, if they get defense six, this becomes a very scary army to go against on the but, table. I mean, I w I would say in defense of the army as it is now, I, I think this is a fully viable army. And I oh, think you could use this yeah. if you're if you're, but um, but I mean, this is this is a this is a hero forward army, mm -hmm. right? And if you are going in and trying to crush somebody with your shield wall, you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. um, all the shield wall is. You know, all 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 the other figures are there to do is to, um, you know, sit around and you know not die and kill the occasional figure, while Elendil and Isildur are kind of mopping up your opponent, and uh, and and you know, basically Isildur and Elendil are out there in front, killing, uh, you know, between them four to four to six or eight figures a turn while the rest of your army just kind of covers their flanks. And, you know, I think that's how you, that's how you play the army. And uh, I think yeah. that's how you with the army. It's yeah, I, th those two basic things, kill with the heroes and keep the army alive. Like those are the two advice. Well, cause and that was, Oh, sorry. Uh, I think the interesting thing though about, about the, cause I was just looking over the profile again is, you know, if, if you take this pure or keep it green, and they keep their bonus. I mean, they're Courage 4, they'd be Fight 4, Strength 4, possibly D6 if you had that rule. I mean, they could be one of the best, they probably would be the best model profile in the entire game at that point. Fight 4, Strength 4, D6, Courage 4. Yeah, I, well, which is why I don't think they're going to end up doing that. I mean, I think the way to go with these guys is, um, like, if you, if you, I mean, you, but isn't that the surgery. point for what they're supposed to be? Like based on like lore, they're supposed to be like the best guys to like. They, I mean, they are supposed to be the best guys. I just don't see GW kind of making them like basically pseudo elves or or basically space marines at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we look at Urukai and we go Urukai are probably the best profile in the but game stat wise for points. But I think if you switched out their uh, their current army rule, which is the higher courage, courage mm -hmm. I think if you switch that out with shield wall, I think that would be the way to go. So if you took these guys pure, they'd get shield wall. Fair enough. Okay. All right, and that was your Numenorian review. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let us know in the comment section below what do you think of our lists, and obviously mine was the best, but let us know who you think was uh, who, who, which list you prefer the most, um, as well as any ideas you may have for future episodes that you'd like us to go over. And remember to leave some questions for the Q and A, and leave a little note saying this is for the Q and A.
And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.